0: I just slipped so far. Hope Net Radio It's HopeNet Radio. You can talk with a live spiritual coach anytime at Hopenet360.com. Now, here are the hosts of Hopenet Radio,
1: Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome to Hopenet Radio. This is the show where conversations save lives. This is episode 139. My name is Jeff. I'll be your host tonight with me. As always, Dave, it is so good to be back in studio with you. It is. Hanging out. Do another show, do another episode. How you doing, it man? Is,
2: you know, it's it's great to be uh, with you. We took a little bit of a break and played some reruns, but um, we do that once in a while. Recharge our batteries, and and maybe our batteries are recharged and overflowing too much here. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
1: Well, and it's been it's been crazy. August was a crazy month for both of us. We both had things going on. You know, I kicked off with camp. I was up at, at really in your neck of the woods, literally, and uh, I was up at camp hanging out with a bunch of students and. And I know you were off, you had a lot of different things going on, and and now things are finally settling in, and it's just, it's good to be back in the routine and having these conversations because there's so much, there's so much going on today that is, it's sometimes hard to stay focused on what really matters in life. So yeah. uh, I just I enjoy the times that we get to spend together and, and do that. How was your summer overall? What were you up to this summer?
2: You, you know what? The summer was fantastic because there's so many opportunities to just uh, sit with young people, share the gospel, share the Bible, teach, uh, give of yourself, and, and see something happen. You know, Jeff, honestly, life changes. And one of the most important things right now in life for me at my age is to try and find young people who I can give all my experience to so that we can carry that on. I mean, and, and honestly, I'm not just saying that as a, a fluke thing. That's, that's what's important to me right now. I want to give it away. I want to I want to tell people, here's what I've learned. You can have it. Why don't you learn this and, and don't learn it the hard way. Let me give it to you. Uh, desperately, I want to show people uh, how to have faith in God because God is trustworthy. And at my age, I just want to say, look, it, it it's true. He's trustworthy look at what he has done through the many years here. So uh, I'm kind of touched. We're we're moving at Silver Birch Ranch into our 50th season this next summer. And I have been privileged to be here for all of them. And I have seen things develop and honestly, I I walk around at times and I just break into tears over what God has done because I I realize how big it is and how little I had to do with it. Hmm. And so I'm I'm thrilled and that's really you know, life changes, Jeff. You, you've you got young children. How old are your children? Uh, they're four and two.
1: And uh, you're absolutely right because things are definitely changing, Yeah. even in my life. You know, I would tell yeah. you,
2: Jeff, enjoy the four and the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, just enjoy it. It's going to not be four and two soon. And before you know it, you're saying goodbye to them at a college and at a job and somewhere else. And I'm telling you, life changes. and And it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. It's the way it's meant to be. Um there's one thing in this world that does not change and that's God. Hmm. And it's and he's out of this world, so I guess it's not in this world. But there's one thing that doesn't change. And that's what gives me the greatest hope for the future. Not not the things that change because they all will. We you know um this summer was a struggle for me for health for several reasons and I'm I'm doing fine but it just was a struggle. And um you know our listeners know I have narcolepsy and that's a constant pain and some other things but in all of it, I know that there's stability, and I know who controls it all. And in that, I'm not sure what tomorrow brings, but I really am sure that God loves me and he'll take care of it. And and that's what I'm looking forward to.
1: It is so true. And e- even in my life, I mean, there's new seasons that my family gets to embark in. My four-year-old starts 4K, started 4K this week. And, and it's just one of those things where you're like, how did I get to this point? I mean, It's just one of those, one of those deals where you're looking at your schedule and, and now everything that you were once used to, the routine you were in, it was like, now I've got to build an entirely new routine. Like, it's just. New, th- new seasons bring about new challenges. And uh, this whole month, we're going to talk about this theme called showdowns. And Dave, I was up at camp just a few weeks back and that was the theme you guys used for summer camp this year, showdowns. I'm actually wearing my shirt tonight, uh, for showdowns at summer camp, but it was, it was a neat experience because it opened up the door for some really neat conversations with young people that every single it seems like sometimes every single day we're faced with new showdowns, whether it's a showdown for our attitude, you know, we have a problem with our attitude. we got a showdown with friends. We've got a showdown with some of our priorities, them, you know, just having to be realigned and adjusted. One of the things we talk about pretty often on the show, Dave, is just how we line up our expectations the right way, because especially going into a new school year for a lot of people, a new environment, new situations, our expectations are maybe way up here. And all of a sudden it's like they just come, you know, shattering down. And we're like, what in the where did I go wrong here? That's gonna be our conversation. Tonight we're gonna talk about the showdowns that we face in our life. Join us for this conversation. We're hanging out with you guys on Twitter tonight. So use the hashtag HNRTB. This conversation is just getting started here on Hope Net Radio. Are you
0: hurting, stressed out, need somebody to talk to? Chat with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Feel free to email the show, hope at hopenet360.com. Now, back to Jeff and Dave.
1: Hey, welcome back to the show. Our coaches are available at hopenet360.com. They'll chat with you, especially if you're in the midst of a season where you've got a lot of change going on in your life. That's kind of our topic this month is navigating through the changes and dealing with some of the showdowns that are going to come up in our life. And that's that was a theme that was at summer camp, and it was really a neat conversation starter for a lot of students, just what showdowns you're facing in your life. Because every one of us, we're facing some kind of a showdown. Some of us, it could be a health thing. Some of us, it's the change and adjustment of new schools. And Dave, I know you just welcomed in a new class at NBI, Nicolay Bible Institute. Just briefly, for those who are new maybe to the show, explain what NBI is, and then let's talk about some of the changes. How do you prepare students for this upcoming year?
2: Nicolay Bible Institute started back in 1982, and it's really a year that we give young people. It's a college year, so they're away from their home. But we focus on learning the Bible and learning how to die to, the, to yourself. So learning how to serve people. Because those are the two qualities that are most important in, in our Christian life. In other words, we need to know God and we need to know how to serve others. Because that's loving God and loving others. So that's what we focus on for a year here. We take 32 students and uh, they, they're here for 11 months and we, um, we we teach them the Bible and give them all kinds of different things uh, to do while they're here and just uh, pour into them. It's my favorite program, really, of all, all of the different things that we do. And I know I probably shouldn't say that, but it is, because we get to, to really pour into somebody. One of the things I really warn them about when they come is uh, things are going to change. I know it, it sounds so simple, but do you remember, Jeff, when you left high school and you were going to college, and you, know, you said goodbye to your friends and all that stuff? It was that last summer? And you're thinking you're going to come back, and it's going to be the same, and it isn't, and it never is again. That part changes. Mm-hmm. You know, people go to different schools, they they go to different jobs, they get involved in life. Some go off to 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 uh, fight wars for us, and it, nothing stays the same that way. And what I try and tell young people is that's okay. That that's the way life is. And even though if you're not ready for it yet, you need to start thinking that life is going to change. And and what I find is that it really causes people to focus on what doesn't change. Because there's a, there's a few things that don't change that are very important to focus on. Mm-hmm. God, my love for him. It's never going to change that I need to love God, and it's never going to change that I need to love those around me. But the people might change.
1: Yeah, the people definitely do change. I do remember that season going from high school into college, and you, you think in some ways, yeah, it's just, you know, things are going to change, but really, how much are they really going to change? And I'll tell you, going from high school to college, it was a big change. I mean, you had professors. For me, I went to one of our Wisconsin universities here in the state, and, you know, it was a different relationship. The professors were not so much like the teachers that I had, even in high school, that were really, you know, wanting to be super personal. It was a lot more of, here's the content, here's your syllabus, here's what we're going to do, and this is how things are going to lay out. And they were a little bit, you know, it, it was more yep. on your own terms. Like you actually had to take responsibility yep. for your education. It was much different. And I was like, wow, this is this is different from what I'm used to. And then you've got to, you know, balance out all that stuff. So it was, that in and of itself was a new experience for sure. Well,
2: and every teacher's different. Yeah. I mean, every teacher is. If you came to Nicolai Bible Institute, I tell the students that. We have three main teachers here and we're all different. Man, if, if I'm teaching you, just like the radio here, buckle up. I talk a, 100 miles an hour, and I lecture, and I ask questions, but I don't want you to answer them. <laughs> you know I mean? I, I want to run right by it. So some people are very frustrated in my class that like that interaction kind of thing. And I, and I apologize to a certain degree, but we have other teachers that do that a whole lot better than I do. So, you know, if you're a student and you're going to, to college, first of all, realize this isn't just a placeholder for you. Go in there and learn. I mean, you're going there to learn, and no matter what the position is of the teacher, you may like their style or not like their style. Really, it doesn't matter. You need to learn, and you need to listen to them. See, this is good for you to do and not use it as an excuse. So even though the teachers change and your comfort level changes and expectations change, it is still your responsibility to learn And to learn how to learn under different types of authority, different types of teachers, and different friends around you and that kind of thing. It's really not just about grades. It's really about learning. And if you make it about learning, your grades will take care of themselves.
1: That's an interesting thing because a lot of times, and at least in college, it was about the grades. Make sure that you do your projects. Make sure that you're at class because there are, you know, you get class points, participation points. Then you get, you know, definitely points on the tests, the quizzes, that sort of thing. So, it is about the grade, and I think sometimes it's hard to keep that priority in mind that you know, it's about learning. I think sometimes you think that learning is a result of taking the test.
2: Yeah, you want to you think the, the time when you leave college, because there's going to be a, a, somebody that wants to hire you, and they may look at your grades, but they're more interested in what you know, hmm. and that's what you have to understand. If you didn't learn anything and have high grades, you're not going to last in a job. If you learned a lot and, and your grade suffered a little because you learned a lot. Don't worry about it. I mean, you're there to learn. And, and honestly, as a teacher, when somebody actually is learning, I'm doing fine with them. And they're doing, they're getting a fine grade. It, it's not maybe their goal to get a grade. Their goal is to learn, but there's a byproduct there. And that's a, that's a general lesson in life. It, you don't work towards something that's not a byproduct. The byproduct is you want to learn. So, so learn. It's put the time in. And if you're not going to put the time in, you know, every year, Jeff, I'm surprised. Somebody comes to college and they they sit there and, and like there's homework assignments and things to do and they don't want to do them.
1: Hmm.
2: And you sit there and go, why are, you in, why are you paying for this? Why are you here? You know, if you're not ready to do some work, don't go to college yet. Go out there and get a job temporarily. Do something else. Because college is getting really expensive, mm-hmm. and you need to know that you need to go there before you go. And, and if you're not going to go there and buckle down and really learn and, and really try, then don't go yet. Go, go get a job temporarily and figure out how to work hard and be disciplined and, and get into the adult life a little bit and then go later to college when it will actually benefit you. But don't go there as a placeholder or a party place or just because you have nothing else to do. That isn't a good reason to spend the money that it costs to go to college these days yeah
1: yeah that is really really true and you know one of the showdowns that i think a lot of young people are in right now has to do with their attitude and having the right attitude it's it's hard you know dave i'm gonna admit one of the things that was hard for me this year with one of my oldest going into 4k was i had to change my schedule my whole routine shifted and i was you know i was so set in one routine and now all of a sudden it's like okay I've got to do this I've got to juggle this I got to do this and and I'm thankful that I work at a job and, and get to do a show like this and still have a way to balance my schedule out and and make things work but it's still a change in the schedule and sometimes David would admit this last week before you know my my son started his 4K thing I was like I was frazzled like I just had a bad attitude about it. And I can't believe that I'd be the only one who's going back to school or having kids going back to school that just had a lousy attitude about all this change. So when we come back, they want to talk about this, navigating this change, setting up the right expectations in the midst of a new season with all these changes. Let's talk about that when we come back here on HopeNet Radio.
0: We're connecting parents with their teens in real conversations that save lives. HopeNet Radio on Q90FM. This. Is Hope Net Radio. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag HNR.
1: Now back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show. Jeff DW hanging out with you tonight. Join us on the tweet back. Right now we're hanging out with you guys on Twitter. And you can join us right now. Use the hashtag HNRTB. Dave, talking about change. And one of the hard things to adjust right away, or to even have a good handle on, is attitude. And I'll be vulnerable. The last month has been a very interesting month. August was a, was a weird, it was a weird month. I mean, not doing new episodes. That was a weird thing, but then all of the different changes that came along that I didn't anticipate. And, uh, you know, one of them significantly to me was my son starting a new 4K program, which to those who are parents out there, you're like, yeah, I remember that season. Yeah. You know, we all have our experience in, in remembering that. But to me, it's like my schedule. Uh, I got a, a good routine going on. I have a good schedule, a good balance on life. And then all of a sudden something comes in and throws a big wrench in your routine. And, and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, that becomes the focal point of the negative attitude. Sometimes our attitudes are just not always way, the way they should be. And I know Dave, you talk a lot about expectations. Yep. You know, before we were talking about this show, I, I really you know enjoyed some of your perspective because I know it's a season. I know it's a new thing. I know it's, some things are going to change. Other things are, are not going to change. Help me sort this out, Dave. There's a lot of change going on, not just in my life, but in the lives of our listeners. Help, help us navigate through some of this,
2: the attitude part of it. What you have to understand is that part of the reason we resist change so much is because we feel like we're out of control. Yeah. And what I want to tell everybody is you aren't in control in the first place. There's only certain things you and I can control. Hmm. And we're not in charge of some of the most important things in life. Like, we weren't in charge of the day we were born. We weren't in charge of who we were born to. We're not in charge of the day we die. We're not in charge of a lot of things that are very important, you would think. But here's what we can understand, is that part of the problem we have is wanting to be control freaks. We want to grab everything and control it. God's the only one that can do that. Yeah. And if you look at our lives, we always mess up when we try and do what is reserved for God alone. What I found in life is that I am not in control of anything major, so every day I get up to discover today what's going on. It's kind of like this, the analogy I like using is if you're in a war, there's there's two different kinds of um Guys at war, I mean, soldiers or whatever. One I call the soldier. The soldier is trained to really not think so much, but just to respond to whatever the commander says. Mm-hmm. So if the commander says jump, they jump. If they say let's go up the hill, we're taking the hill. All right, take the hill, you know, and everybody runs up and takes the hill. But there's also another part of the army that goes before the soldiering, and that's the scout. And the scout goes ahead. And the scout cannot be a soldier mentality. The scout has to see what's really there because they're planning for the soldier. See, there's a time in life for you and I to be soldiers. I mean, there is. There's a time for us to run up the hill with our bayonets out and and, and shout and all that kind of stuff. And there's a time that we need to be scouts where we go ahead and we look ahead and we look for the dangers. We look for what's really happening and we adjust our plan according to what's really happening. Mm -hmm. And and that's what we need to do. So what I find is sometimes, believe it or not, Jeff, the greatest times I've gotten in trouble is when I'm soldiering when I should be scouting. (laughs) And I'm scouting when I should be soldiering. You know, I mean, and that's where the wisdom comes. Because I tell you, when I'm soldiering when I shouldn't be, that's what you call stubborn, hard-headed, pig headed, whatever you want to call it, because you're saying, I, you know, this is what I believe, and that's final. I'm I this is the way I am, right here. Well you're soldiering. Maybe you need to look at it differently. I mean it'd be like you right now saying, look, I don't want my kid to grow up. I don't want him to go into 4K kindergarten. That's you know, I've enjoyed him being the age he was too bad. What you need to do is look and see what's coming up and adjust to it. And, and so you need to go into your scout mode more than your soldier mode at this point. And people get really frustrated because they don't understand that they do need to kick in and out of those, those different modes. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but in my brain, that, that's kind of a dividing line that, that's, that's much easier to comprehend because there's so many things in life that I need to go learn. That's the scouting mode. But then once I've learned them, there are times where I just need to take a stand. That's the soldiering mode. And 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 you need to know the difference, if because change is going to happen.
1: I think everybody in the back of their minds knows that change is going to happen, but some of us, the way we respond to it, some actually embrace change. I actually believe it or not, I do tend to thrive in change. I like changing environments. I would be, I'd become bored and probably, probably hard to work with if everything just stayed the same. Because I, I do, I do like to see some things change. Ch- to me, change equals uh, a sense of progress yep. that you're actually starting a project, finishing a project. I mean, there's something there that, you know, it says there's a, a sense of finality yep. and then you can kind of move forward. If, if things stay the same for too long, I would get bored. I would, you know, try to find yep. a creative way to, to make things change just yep. for the sake of changing.
2: Well, let me, let me give you some characteristics. If you're a soldier, you basically make your um, decisions on these three things, belief, feelings, and reactor syndrome. In other words, you you believe something, and you have feelings about it, and you react to it. If you're a scout, you're looking for truth. Your belief system doesn't matter at that point. You're looking for truth. Hmm. You could believe that all your enemies are noodles, but they're not their people. I mean, (laughs) you're looking for truth, and you're looking to respond to the truth. See, so it's a little different. And, And believe it or not, there are times where your belief and your feelings, you need to react. When I used to play football, they would teach you to respond so that you could react when you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But the response came first, and, and that, was a, that was based on slow truth, I mean, that kind of thing. And, and then when you learned the truth and you learned how to respond, when it happened at full speed on the field, you reacted to it. Now now you're soldiering, and that's okay. But, but first you need to scout, and, and that's what I'm encouraging people. You know what? Look at your life. See what the seasons of life are admit what they are, get into the Bible, and more importantly, you know, Jeff, get with somebody who is older than you that has been through your season of life already and talk to them. They will help you see things clearly. Because if you surround yourself with people continually that's the same age as you, going through the same season as you, you, you can actually start to see things distorted. Because you're too close to the elephant at that point. And so all you're seeing is a bunch of gray, ugly, smelly stuff. Hmm. And and that's not necessarily what, what's there. So if you can get in your life somebody that's older that has been through that season of life and just do what you're so good at. Just talk about it. Just, just say, here's what I'm going through. Here's what I'm thinking. You'll find that someone older like myself is saying, yeah, I understand that. And here's here's how you'll go through it and it'll be fine. And that's just very helpful.
1: That is super helpful, Dave, especially when you're in the midst of it and you're like, you're talking about looking at the elephant. A lot of times what ends up happening when we're changing is we begin to focus on the things that we're unsure about. And in a way we start to forget some of that, you know, muscle memory, even like things that we're just used to doing and maybe my identity of who I was before that, especially if you're going after college, you're like, I got new friends, I got a new environment. I can be who I, who I am you know, or adopt some of the practices and, and habits of other people that are around us. And and so there's there's an important element to change that involves not forgetting who you are and where you come from. And it, really what we're talking about is your foundation. Where's your foundation? Right. And so I want to talk about that in the second half of HopeNet Radio. Join us. You can be a part of the tweet back tonight. Use the hashtag HNRTV. Also on our website, we do have show notes for tonight's episode. So check that out here. And the show will continue in the second half of HopeNet Radio.
3: Hi, I'm Jason Cott from the National Network of Youth Ministries. See you at the poll. The largest student-led prayer movement in the world starts September 25th. Join students from around the globe in prayer throughout the week. Then, on Wednesday, September 28th, gather with your friends at your school's flagpole an hour before school starts for a time of prayer. See you at the poll is for all students in public school, private school, and homeschool. Learn more at nnymnorthcentral.net.
0: Feel like nobody cares? We do. HopeNet360.com has an online crisis chat line powered by GroundWire. A live coach is available to talk right now at HopeNet360.com. It's HopeNet Radio. You can talk with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. Now, here are the hosts of HopeNet
1: Radio, Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to HopeNet Radio, the second half of the show. If you miss any part of this conversation this week, you can subscribe to the HopeNet Radio podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Check out HopeNet360.com slash podcast. And you can subscribe on your favorite channel, app, whatever you use. You can download past episodes. This one you can share with your friends, too. We're starting up in our, what this is now, our third year, Dave. Oh, This my is... Uh, it's amazing how fast that time goes, you
2: know? It is. You don't look a day older, I might add, Jeff. Not a day. Yeah, and
1: you definitely look like 15 days younger. So Wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's incredible what happens in three years. But in looking over some of the past conversations that we've had, Dave, one of the things that comes up pretty frequently is navigating through life's biggest changes. And it can be big changes, small changes, whatever. And, and so part of our conversation we've been talking about tonight is navigating with our attitude, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that our attitude is right. Uh, I'll admit when I go through change, there are sometimes when I calculate change, like I can, I'm in charge of creating change. So it's easy for my attitude to be really good and positive. And then there are times where life happens or things that are out of your control um or that you prefer happen a different way and and so the changes that are coming are not really up to your expectations and so part of that expectation curve is adjusting your attitude to not being so yep. pessimistic yep. about the change that's happening.
2: Yeah. You know I think you're you're messed up if you keep fighting change actually. You know I'm 60 years old, right Jeff? I act sixty, I think. <laughs> you know, I teach college kids. Every once in a while, you know, I want to dress like a college kid yeah. just to be part of them. But that would look silly. I'm sixty years old. <laughs> I don't wear certain clothes anymore, and I don't do certain things anymore. And it's not because I can't necessarily. It's because change has taken place. I, I'm. It's just not who I am right now. Mm-hmm. And and what I found is that I need to be comfortable with who I am, not not who I was. I mean at one time I was looking at we're celebrating our fiftieth year here and I was looking at some old pictures and I'm going, Wow. <laughs> I used to have muscles and stuff. <laughs> you know, I mean that was a different time in history. And I'm looking at myself now and I look in the mirror and I'm I'm trying to, you know, push the sags back up where they belong and, and say, you know, you used to be in different places over there and I you know, I could pretend till I'm blue in the face. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is if if God allows me to live ten more years or twenty more years this old body's going to keep deteriorating, yeah, you know I heat my house with wood, and um, I was at a young guy over last night we were talking a little bit, and I, I he said, "So how are you doing on wood?" i said well i'm a little behind i haven't really done much actually in any yet, and he said, really, I said, yeah, you know I, get, I just get tireder, so I don't do it quite as fast as I used to. I do one truckload at a time, and he said, "Well, can I come over and help and you know I, I'm okay with it I, I know what i'm doing i mean i'm I'm getting <laughs> yeah. older, and I don't I don't put in an eight-hour day cutting wood anymore. You know, I, I don't do that. And I'm okay with that. You know, I have to learn that maybe I have to turn the thermostat on with the gas once in a while or something. But if you're going to fight change, you're a fool. Yeah, You have to understand that it comes. And when it comes, you should be looking forward to it. You, you mentioned foundations, Jeff, before yep. Yep. in the last segment. And I think of when you build a house, and we've built a lot of buildings up here. I think we have 60 different buildings now. Now, when you build a building, you actually build it with the inevitability in mind of the worst conditions that this area would have to go through, not because you hope that it happens, but because you know that something will happen. Mm -hmm. We will have tornadoes. We've had three tornadoes come through this place in the 50 years I've been here. Wow! Now, debatable, maybe some might have been sheer winds or whatever they call those things or something else. I don't know what they call them. But we've had three times where that's happened. We've had buildings destroyed. Because of, of tornadoes, we've had uh, you know violent storms, and we're in the middle of uh, forests, so you get trees. We I, I can remember getting dumped on with snow, where you think, oh no, the whole earth is going to collapse. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's that much snow. <laughs> so what you do when you build a building is you build with that in mind, with with the change in mind. So when the change happens, you're not panicking. Years ago, I'll give you a story. Years ago, we we were uh, here the very first year of camp, and it hit 44 degrees below zero, wow. which was as cold as a person should ever have to see, I, I think. Yeah. And, of course, I went out. I was young. I went out without a shirt and took a picture in front of the thermometer because I was one cool guy. Uh, however, what happened was propane freezes at 44 below. <laughs> Oof. So all of our heaters were going out. Yeah. Now I'm telling you something: when all your heaters go out at 40 and it's 44 below, those cabins don't stand a chance. Yeah, not, for very long. Yeah. So we actually, please do not do this at home. <laughs> but we actually went out and built fires under the tanks to warm them up. And it, I found out later that probably wasn't the greatest thing to do. But I was young and silly, and and we did heat up the, the gas and it got going. But in the future, you know what I heard? What I did was we we built into this we knew that it could get 44 below and it never has since but we knew that it could so you could put a little wood frame under there with those little uh, heating tape that they use on pipes and all you got to do is keep the tank above 44 below and it won't freeze huh. so again w- what you're doing is saying you know what i'm not sure if it'll ever hit 44 below again yeah i'm not sure but if it does i want to be prepared for it mm-hmm. i must say that probably a lot of our tanks aren't set for it anymore because we're getting sloppy and if it hits 44 below i will kick myself for those (laughs) tanks that are not set for it right now yeah and that's what i'm telling our audience and you jeff there's going to be a lot of changes next year your son will be in kindergarten
1: Mm -hmm.
2: yep and then before before long first grade and second grade and before long it's junior high and you know get ready for it Mm -hmm. that's what's going to happen Yep. And there are some things you can do to be ready. And even though you don't know everything that's going to happen, you can be ready mm-hmm. by uh, walking with God. He's not going to change by getting up and trusting that he's got a plan and by actually looking for his plan right now in, in your life as you prepare your children for their future. And, and you'll see do the scouting thing, not the soldiering thing. Mm-hmm. Just study, scout, learn how to respond correctly so that when it starts going fast, you can react.
1: Yeah, that is such an interesting analogy. The, the scout versus the soldier. I mean, both are essentially, you're going to face situations where you have to be one or the other and kind of alternate. And, and you gave some, good, some good examples earlier in the show tonight. Um, uh, but the thing about foundation that I was kind of talking about is, is especially when you're in a new, in some kind of a new environment, changes are happening. It's really easy to get focused on the things that are changing. That you've be, You you don't really realize it until you're further down the road, but all of a sudden you've kind of lost some of that foundation, some of the things that made you you in some ways. And, and we see this happening with college students. They go off to college and suddenly they're not in their same environment going to the same church around the same friends. So all of a sudden their faith starts to take a back seat. And so their foundation is like, it gets disrupted. They stop building on it. They stop adding to it, maintaining it. And it all of a sudden it begins to crack and, and begin to deteriorate because they've neglected it. And we tend to do this. When, when change happens, our focus goes in some different directions and sometimes completely the opposite way where we neglect the things that are so valuable and essential to our lives. And one of the things that I want to talk about, I've got a special guest. I've got uh, a good friend of mine who is starting up this course called Alpha. They're bringing Alpha to Green Bay, and they're going to help you to understand some of the ways that you can keep faith as the center of your life. And even for those who have never explored faith and maybe understood who God was, this is a course that is going to be super helpful for a lot of people in this area to really understand more of who God is and answer some of the big questions that we have about life and to really keep faith and that foundation as an essential part of our life and to keep maintaining that. So we're going to talk to Scott when we come back here on HopeNet Radio.
0: If you're going through something tonight, a live coach is waiting to talk to you at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Feel free to email the show, hope at HopeNet360.com.
1: Now back to Jeff and Dave. Thanks for joining us this week on HopeNet Radio. Jeff, DW with you tonight. Good to be back together doing new episodes. And one of the things, Dave, that we do on this show pretty regularly is we have guests, we have people on that come and just share about life, about things that are going on that they're a part of, whether it's activities happening around the community or just different organizations and things that they do to help bring hope to our community, to people in our community. And so tonight, I'm really excited to introduce many of you, maybe for the first time, to this course called Alpha. And uh, I'm really excited to tell you that new Alpha courses are starting in Northeast Wisconsin. And I'd like to introduce you to Scott, who's going to introduce you to Alpha.
3: Welcome, Scott. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, listen. So Alpha comes out of the UK, out out of a place where Like, even before America, Europeans were kind of, like, done with God. They were kind of done with church. Like, we're too smart for this. We're too, we don't need God. We don't need church. we are got it all figured out. We have the answer to everything until they figured out that they didn't have the answer to everything. And now we're finding that same thing that was, was happening in Europe is happening here in America. And so... We're bringing Alpha, again, out of Europe, over here to Green Bay and the Fox Valley and and the surrounding areas. Alpha is this great way to start answering the questions. No matter where you are in your faith walk, no matter where you are in your Jesus journey, we all have questions. You know, some of us are blessed to like, just look, I follow this blindly and clearly just uh, just trust god but there's other of us that like we need to shine a light in every corner of what we believe and every corner of how we live and say i have to explore this and alpha is a great way to do that so no matter where you are on your jesus journey alpha just makes sense to start getting some of those questions answered it's it happens over the course of i don't know like 11 weeks or so and so each week we explore different facets of faith and and what it looks like and so starting from the very earliest one of just like is there more to life than this i mean no matter where you are we've all asked that question in fact as a as a mature Jesus guy, I'm still asking myself that question. Where it's like, gosh, there's got to be there's got to be more to it than this. And so, Alpha is a great way to start. So, in fact, we're starting week one. Uh, a lot of places are starting in September. In fact, we've got three alphas starting right here in Green Bay on Monday night, starting at the Tettletown Tap Room. Uh, starting on September nineteenth at six o'clock. Then on Tuesday nights, there's an alpha going on at Life Church and Depier. that starts at six thirty on starting on September twentieth. And then again downtown on Wednesday, there's a alpha launching on September fourteenth at six thirty. All about two hours, and you just get together and you have food, like food's provided, and then you watch like a sort of like a TED Talk kind of video thing, and then you discuss it around a table, and you're like, "Here's how I feel about this," or "These are my questions about that." And so, I don't know, growing up in the church or as a faith guy, right, there was questions you just never asked. Like, you never asked your pastor or your priest or your reverend certain questions. You just They were off limits. You just assumed yeah. just to not ever have a chance to know. And Alpha is a great way to say, let's let's explore this together. Let's shine a light in our collective corners and start answering these questions if it helps us to come to a better understanding of who God is and what God wants for our lives. Week one coming up in September on those dates that I mentioned is, uh, is there more to life than this? And so it's just, it's, it's, it's a really introductory class. Again, we get together, we eat, which is always fun when there's free food. And then, and then just each of us start, start asking and answering the same question, you know what I mean? And just start exploring, like, because there's, there's a hole, right? There's, even, no matter how much we feel like we've figured it all out or no matter how we feel like we've got all the answers, there's still holes. And, and we have to start filling those gaps yeah. uh, with answers. And more often than not, we find it in the area of faith.
1: So how can people find information about Alpha?
3: Yeah, the first most easiest step is to go to alpha.org slash try, and you can just enter in your zip code or whatever, and you can find all the alphas that are taking place around you. I know that between Greenway and the Fox Valley, I think there must be like six or seven alphas that are launching in September. There, it's kind of in conjunction with a big push in partnership with Bear Grills, who, like, the, the adventure, extreme yeah, adventure guy. Bear,
1: everybody knows Bear. Yeah,
3: everyone knows Bear. So he's apparently a big alpha dude. And so go to alpha.org slash try to find an alpha course and, and to get more information.
0: Love HopeNet Radio? Stay in contact all week long at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag HNR. Now,
1: back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show. Jeff, DW wrapping things up with you tonight. Special thanks to Scott Eastman for coming on and sharing about Alpha. If you want details on that, do check out tonight's show notes at hopenet three sixty. Dot com So Dave, it's been a great conversation, a lot of ground that we've covered in this first week. We're going to continue on this theme of showdowns. And tonight we've been just talking about the changes that come up and happen. And I think where a lot of the showdowns begin is in this mode of change. When things are changing both based on uh, my calculated changes and then just the way that life pans out. I mean, schedules change. Uh, then my expectations are changing or they're going to be changing because, you know, I oftentimes I elevate my expectations to an unrealistic level and, and suddenly I realize, oh, yeah, well. That's not going to work the way that I planned. So I've got to make some tweaks and adjust. And, and that's really one of the essentials of change. Um, but one thing that I really want to focus on as we wrap up the show, Dave, is how do we maintain our foundation? Yep. You know, it's really easy in the midst of change and in chaos to get thrown off. I was talking to some friends just this last week about this, how it feels like when things change, and if enough things change at the same time, it kind of knocks you, as you were talking about being a scout, kind of knocks you off your saddle yep. a little bit. Yep. And then you forget that, you know, you've got to maintain some things so that your life doesn't become a whole lot of chaos yep. at, at the same time. So how do we maintain this foundation, both from a faith aspect and then just from a practical daily living kind of a thing? What have you done in your past?
2: Well, you know, one thing you need to realize is when you're a young child, the stability in life is not the situations in life it's mom and dad or mom whoever you live with dad whoever you live with. i mean they're the stability not not the situations so when i'm growing up no matter what was going on in my life if the world was just falling apart i just go say dad is everything okay yep okay fine you know i i was a kid and uh what happens when you leave the home is you don't have that anymore so the world falls apart in your eyes and you go who do i go to my friends me no, you still run to your Heavenly Father now, and you talk to Him about it. And and so I would encourage people, no matter what the change is right now, get in the habit of running to your Heavenly Father and talking to Him about it and realizing, just like children do that are cared for for their parents, um, and, and if you have parents that cared for you, you understand what I'm talking about, God wants to care for you. So get in the habit of running to Him. The other thing is, realize, you know, just because you grew up and had parents that helped guide you and, and you had some rules in your life, don't just throw those out the window. Th- those rules were there for a reason. And you may not understand the reason. And, and basically, in education, we call that conditioning. If if you're a young child and you don't understand that a stove will burn your face, so you keep wanting to kiss the burner, you know, I I <laughs> I would tell you to stay away from the burner. But if you don't understand what burning means... I would tell you if you go near that stove again, you're getting a spanking because you understand what that means. you know. And what I just did was tell you your behavior should be stay away from the stove or you're going to get pain some other way. Now, the only reason I wanted you to stay away from the stove was so you didn't scar up your face and do something stupid to yourself that was irreversible because I love you. Now, if you're going to college and you finally say this, Mom, Dad, they're not around. I'm gonna go kiss that burner. You know, I mean, I'm I'm doing it because the only reason I didn't do it is because they told me not to. You know, yeah. You're gonna learn the hard way on this one. I promise you this, and and you don't want to do that. So my advice to you is that there are some things in your life that you've been conditioned to do. You've been conditioned in in the way to not uh, put your face on the stove or whatever it might be. And people have actually tapped you on the head and said, you're a fine young lady, fine young man, you know, because you don't kiss the stove or whatever it might be. And and everyone's going, ooh, 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 wonderful. So you're used to that. But now that you're on your own, still don't kiss the stove. I'm telling you that. Yeah. Don't do it. And And what you have to do now is realize, you have to stop for a minute and pause and say, why is it they didn't want me to kiss the stove? I mean, ask that question. And you might get a really good answer and never go near the stove with your face. I mean, that's, I know it's a silly example, but that's exactly what goes on in many areas. Mm-hmm. You know, if I were your dad, I'd be telling you, you know, it's probably best you don't smoke. All right, well, when I get to college, I'm going to smoke. Well, you know what, think about why I said it. I mean, take a moment and just think about why I said it. Mm-hmm. And now what happens is, instead of it being my belief controlling you, it becomes the belief in truth that's controlling you. Because in a lot of those things, they're no-brainers. They're, they're just, you know, here's why I'm saying it. I want you to understand it. And believe it or not, there's a lot of really bad habits that are established by people just trying to be independent. Yeah. They haven't thought it through. They're just going, I'm on my own. I'm just going to do my own thing. Yep. And, and you know what? There's all kinds of stuff that starts that are bad habits at that point mm-hmm. because of them trying to prove that they're independent. <laughs> well, you are independent. You can make stupid decisions if you want. You can. And you can also make smart ones. So think them through and and look towards the why of why somebody had you do something. And you just might be able to grab that reason. And then actually you give that reason to yourself. Now you're the one making the rules and it's the same rule probably.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's so important. That's critical to not neglecting your foundation. You know, it it is important, and for those who come from what I would consider a good family background, where you had structure, you had rules in place, you had parents that lovingly corrected you when you made a mistake or when you really, you know, failed to carry out your responsibilities at home. Um, don't neglect that past. Don't neglect those rules and and the really. What they were were guardrails in your life. They want your parents wanted to help you set up really good guardrails and to make wise decisions from a position where you weren't standing right on the edge of the cliff trying to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I balance all this and then not fall off the side? Like you actually had a way to protect yourself from those things. Um, for those who maybe you don't come from that kind of a family background, maybe for you, school is a relief to you because now you have some structure. Now you have, you know, just clarity of mind because you do have a structure. You do have a routine. You do you have you know, a schedule and classes and, and activities, things to do. This is a positive thing. Um, in all of it, in all the scheme of life in the midst of change, just remember to do what is super essential to do. Make sure that, number one, you get this faith thing sorted out in your life. If you need help just organizing a structure in your life that helps you to build a, a healthy spiritual life, go and chat with one of our live coaches right now at hopenet360.com. Also, connect with somebody as soon as you can, begin to look. If you don't know who around you is is a healthy person to talk to, begin to just maybe ask God to help you find that right person to have these conversations with. Um, be on the lookout to get people in your life that can be in your corner, that can help navigate through some of these changes, because you're going to have things that are going to come up in your life, and, you, and it's so easy to get distracted and then frustrated, and the last thing you want to do in those situations is be alone. And to make, you know, these decisions, sometimes big decisions without some wise counsel around you. So being able to find people around you, if you need to, our live coaches are there to help navigate through some of the changes as well. We want you to know you're not alone. In the midst of this change, yeah, change is difficult. It may not be comfortable. It may not be what you want necessarily, but I can guarantee you, you're not the first one to go through these kinds of changes. And that's always a good thing to keep in perspective in the midst of right now a lot of change, a lot of new things, a lot of new, you know, environments, new people, new schedules, new routines, everything. So keep yourself healthy in that regard. That's all for us here tonight on the show. You can join us on the tweet back anytime at hopenet360.com dot com slash tweet back and be social with us on twitter use the hashtag h n r t b also you can find the show notes and download this and past episodes for free subscribe to our podcast at hopenet360.com slash podcast and connect with us at hopenet360.com slash connect anytime on social media platforms we'd love to hear from you you can always share with us some ideas that you'd like to give to us on the show for new upcoming episodes. We'd love to talk about things that matter to you, whether you're a young adult, teenager, parent, anybody we would love to just encourage you through the week and have some conversations that really do matter to you. So for all of us here on HopeNet Radio, so from all of us here on HopeNet Radio, make each conversation count this week. You could save a life. We'll see you next time.
2: Bye-bye. <laughs>